Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Mad Bro podcast, and I warn you of mature content ahead. This show aims to tackle controversial topics going on in the world on a week-to-week basis. The platform of this program is opinionated and occasionally supported by examples and facts, but does not ever aim to be definite. That being said, the views offered by our hosts and guests are not intended to offend or hurt the feelings of any person, no matter their race, gender, sexual orientation, political viewpoint, etc., They only serve as catalysts for poor attempts at humor and maybe a different way of thinking. If you're such an individual that is easily offended or cannot handle your own viewpoints being challenged, you've been adequately warned to not participate. If you're still with us, then please stand, kneel, or lay down. Just be sure to remove your ball caps for the national anthem. What? You mad, bro? Settle down, settle down. It's another episode of the You Mad Bro Podcast. Another week has gone by, another notch up my belt. That's what quarantine's doing to me, ladies and gentlemen. Up your belt? Up my belt means I'm getting fatter. I thought on your belt. Like, well, up, a notch up is fat, notch down is thin. Right? I kind of made, I made that up. It's like what the nah, Because if you're thin, you just need a new fucking belt. Oh, there's a bunch of notches on the belt. By the way, I'm getting fatter. It's the whole joke here. Uh, you Mad Bro Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and um, anyone else that matters. MidwestPodcastSolutions.com for all the archives, including last week's. But again, thanks to our guest, Waldo, all the way from LA for being on the show last week. It was one of our best. If you missed it, make sure you go check that out. But this week, we are talking about uh, conspiracy theories, a deep state, and more stimulus packages. So, Nash, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I am ready. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear it because this is a story you proposed to me, big guy. After watching the video on it, was it is it is it QAnon or is it QAnon? QAnon? I, I assume it's QAnon because it's for I assume the nonsense for anonymous. So. Okay, that makes sense. QAnon it is. So Twitter last week announced a crackdown on the QAnon conspiracy theory, banning thousands of accounts and blocking web addresses, linking to videos and websites, spreading QAnon's bizarre ideas, citing its policy of taking action on accounts with, quote, the potential to lead to offline harm. Yeah, and uh, for those of you who don't know, that was sort of uh, Pizzagate. That was essentially created because of that happened because of information brought forward by the QAnon community. It gets a little dicey. The farther you look into it, mainly because it's a bunch of fucking conspiracy theories. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, this is giving me, this is giving me another edition of, we don't agree with what they say, but we agree with the right to say it kind of a thing. Sort of. Yeah. Cause we can get into Twitter a little bit here. Cause it really sort of, QAnon is has been designated as uh, a right wing group. Yes, because that's where the majority of its followers come from. I don't know of any super liberal people that are agreeing with what QAnon is saying because it's so related to Trump. But yeah, it's a far right ideology, and so. As we've covered in the past with a bunch of other stories, how Twitter has sort of specifically targeted Mm -hmm. right wing as opposed to left wing. Um, That guy, who's that YouTube guy? Back in the archives, Steven Crowder. Um, (laughs) Steven Crowder Mm -hmm. was one who was silenced. Um, um, We talked about the head of the the clan and uh, the crazy guys a few weeks ago with um, racist rhetoric. Uh, They've banned Donald Trump. 
Um, but to an extent, you know, it's, they flag them. Yeah. It, they, it is mostly right wing, but you know, the YouTube algorithm does not favor independent leftists either, like Kyle Kalinske, who we got the story from. Um, yeah, and he made a lot of good points in that video of his. Yeah, we'll link to it. It's an absolutely tremendous video. He is an excellent source of news, I've, in my opinion. Um, he's just a guy in front of a camera with an opinion, um, citing all of his sources being major news outlets. So you, I, I consider him credible. It's not being sarcastic. Yeah, much. definitely. Because honestly, what Will said a second ago, our biggest issue with this here is that they're silencing people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not indiscriminately. It's pretty obvious who they're targeting based off of the pattern that's sort of yeah. developed because you can say whatever you want about you know steven crowder i think you have the right to but and i certainly haven't seen everything he's put out but from what i've seen he just asks people he got famous for just asking people to explain their opinions yeah change my mind yeah the change my mind meme that whole thing was that that's he's that guy he's that meme that's his whole persona was based off of that or at least that's how everybody came to know right? him. Like he, he, and YouTube shut him down or tried to shut him down or was trying to shut him down for free and open discourse. Now, yeah. in his other videos, he does say some outlandish thing. He does play a character. We can beat that horse to death as we have before. Um, that's I, what I call more direct silencing, which is what kind of what is the, the right-leaning basis of, what, of who's getting shut down. As opposed to people like Kyle Klinsky, a major lefty, a Bernie bro, he touts Medicare for all and free college and UBI on a daily basis. I hear it eight times a day. Um, and I don't agree with him with everything he says, but he makes a lot of good points that I can't argue. But he gets silenced by like the corporations because the YouTube algorithm will make you will make it harder to see people like Kalinsky. It's easier to see people like CNN, MSNBC, and even Fox to a certain extent because they're corporations. Whereas individuals like him are more silenced by the fact that they're, they're harder to find. Yeah, and it's sort of because a lot of times what we'll hear when you get these sort of uh, limiting these sort of rights because your freedom of speech is a right. Twitter is is you know protected by Section two thirty to not censor everybody the way that they do or the way that they recently have been. But you hear the argument a lot of it's like our founding fathers wouldn't have wanted this, and the best and most simplistic argument, which is often the case that I hear in rebuttal is like, yeah, but they didn't expect it to go this far. And it's most commonly with gun rights, right? right. That's where you hear it the most. I think that misses the point, honestly. It does, but it's sort of like, at the moment, we can kind of, people can kind of find common understanding with the gun rights thing a lot easier. Because I know there's going to be a lot, a lot of people on the far right that disagree but I don't think that's the majority of people. I think it's a pretty agreeable statement to say, yeah, New York City residents shouldn't have access to fully automatic weapons just because there's so many people. Because even if you yeah. are using that to defend yourself, the collateral, the plausible collateral damage isn't really worth it at all. Whereas yeah. if you're living in the middle of uh, Nebraska, say Nebraska, Idaho, any upstate New York where there isn't a massive population density, you can shoot off a lot of rounds and just because there aren't that many people around where you are, you're not going to have as much collateral damage. Mm -hmm. But now it's sort of like you can't really do that with the freedom of speech. And that's why it was the first one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's why it's the most important thing because that's straight up just your ability to express something. Cause even if you're an idiot, guess what? The person who can call you an idiot 
has the right to call you an idiot. Mm-hmm. They have that right. You have the right to say whatever stupid thing you want. And I encourage people to say the stupid things that they want because that's how you get educated. That's, you know, uh, there's a, I forget the quote. It's a loose quote. By that, I mean, I don't think the exact speaker is ever noted, but it's pretty much like nobody knows how dumb you are until you open your mouth. Yeah. And that's unknown. That's exactly. <laughs> I, I think like you'll the if you historically trace it back, it's like some sort of Asian proverb. But that's just that's a very legitimate and applicable statement to anything because that's straight up how you get educated. How often does your teacher say, okay, who didn't get that? Who needs me to slow down? Yeah, exactly. If, if, if you guys need me to slow down, just let me know, like, especially in history. And it's like, how many times have you asked a question and somebody else was like, thank God you asked that because I didn't know. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. All the time. And how often do you think that happens with somebody who says something really stupid? Cause no one's going to admit to that one, but why would it be any different? Yeah. So let's let's focus mostly what what QAnon is a QAnon. Sorry, uh, this is from the BBC. Quote: At its heart, QAnon is a wide-ranging, unfounded conspiracy theory that says Donald Trump is waging a secret war against elite Satan-worshipping pedophiles in government, business, and the media. QAnon believes believers have speculated that this fight will lead to a day of reckoning. The prominent people, such as Hillary Clinton, will be arrested and ex- uh, executed. Jesus. Uh, that's the basic story. There are uh, so many offshoots, detours, and internal debates. But the total list of Q- QAnon claims is enormous and often contradict- contradictory. Contradictory. Con- contradictory. I'm so bad at reading. i got to be talking more. Um, <laughs> adherents draw in news events, historical facts, and numerology to develop their own far-fetched conclusions. Okay. So now, this is like this conversation I had with my girlfriend recently. As I told her we were covering this story. Yeah, 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 discourse. Um, Good. Um, and she was just like, now, if people believe this misleading, dangerous information, isn't it a good thing to kind of shut this down? Like, isn't it a good thing to kind of like, because this is, some of this stuff is so beyond. Believable. Believable. But so many people believe it. Isn't that in and of itself dangerous? Into my response, I want to my response. Interested to see what my response was. Um, it was basically, well, one, the way you combat stupidity is not silence. The way you back stupid, like bad information, is good information, right? Yeah. And especially if if so, these people who got shut down, do you really think they're gonna go? Well, I guess I was wrong. I should change the way I think. No. They're going to double down. They're going to think the fact that they got shut down by the same people they're accusing is going to make them think they're more right. No, exactly. And that's sort of because <clears throat> my thought on that or two things, two issues I have with that or with just shutting them down. It's a conspiracy theory. That's and that's pretty much what both of these ideas that I have are based around. And a conspiracy theory, if you try to shut them up, they're just going to believe that they're more right. They're going mm-hmm. to become, they're going to double down on their cause mm-hmm. because it's all about conspiracy. They're talking about media powers controlling people. And then what happens? A media power tries to control them. Yeah. You give their thing more credibility. It's not right. It's not true, but you give it more credibility. And another issue with conspiracy theories do you know where every conspiracy theory like comes from? Like how, how they can even exist? No. 
it's because they're not absolute. It's mm-hmm. not 100% known what happened. And yeah. so look at all of them, 9-11, exactly. JFK. So it's by just shutting them up. Well, first off, no, go to hell because we all don't know. Even the people that aren't irrational and believing this crazy, these crazy ideas, we don't know for certain. Nobody knows for certain. They're saying outlandish things, but playing into it only makes their cause worse. Their effect, the effect of their cause worse. Cause it's like, okay, the whole thing is Satan worshiping, Satan worshiping pedophiles, Satan worshiping. It's not a real thing the way it's used ever. There are, there is a church of Satan or whatever. Yeah, Satan, the, the religion, a, a practicing Satanist. Yeah. One of them is in WWE. It's really funny. Um, but, but they actually, I actually did search up, uh, that at one point it's like, they're actually not like, that bad of people they believe in like equal rights they're actually like, really kind yeah they're nice people yeah they have a lot of tattoos and they believe weird shit and they kind of like these weird rituals yeah like but they don't snakes have, and stuff yeah mm-hmm. right and like didn't like the whole idea of like the horns and the, and the trident and that kind of stuff like the more of like the uh the, the artwork behind it yeah know? so that that whole phrase it's a waging a secret war against elite satan worshiping not real so take that out pedophiles in the government business and media Business and the media. Uh, but let's Are pre- there pedophiles in those? <laughs> Definitely. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I, I mean, honestly, like when I was reading this, I was like, okay, it sounds ridiculous. Like Pizzagate, ridiculous. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of things they do say are ridiculous, but let's kind of break down objectively here. Jeffrey Epstein is technically kind of part of this conspiracy. He was in business and oh, the media, yeah. right? And yeah. that was on the break of becoming true, right? Until he quote unquote killed himself. So... There's, yeah, that's 100% like real. And that's why it's a conspiracy theory because there is an amount of something that happened. Yeah. That is all agreeable, that is public knowledge. And let's let's even take Satan worshiping. You know that scene in House of Cards where Frank is in the cell to go to the burning the cross and all wearing the robes and all the elites? Yeah. Like, it's known that that's, that's real. Like, people in the elites, these billionaires, they actually do that. There's secret societies. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I, I, I don't know who has and hasn't confirmed it, but it's kind of well known that that's not bullshit. I'm saying the way the way they're looking at yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm saying that can kind of be viewed as a version of Satan. Exactly. It's a it's a catch all. Yes. It's you're just here's the thing. It's bad because being a pedophile, isn't that bad enough? Who gives a shit? You know, your reasoning behind it. You can't come up with a good one. You're not saving anybody's life by being a pedophile. Yeah. You're not bringing humanity any more justice. And so there, it's grounded in a slight bit of reality. The JFK assassination, it's grounded in a slight bit of reality. It would be difficult for somebody to shoot JFK like that. It would be difficult. It wouldn't be impossible, though. Yeah. But, you know... This- Touch on that for a second. You know, he was a trained sniper in the military. He was over in Russia for a while. Like, he, yeah, he if there's anyone who could have made those shots, it is Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you don't have a total grasp of all of the elements going on. So you when you have this conspiracy theory type thing, it's like you stick to the one thing that, you know, like can't happen. Yeah. You know, I was hearing this other thing on conspiracy theories. I forget who I was hearing it from. 
but it was kind of just like conspiracy theories are so easy to believe because the thing that actually happens is so hard to believe. It's hard to accept. Exactly. Um, it's exactly a, what it is. There's a documentary on Netflix. Um, it's like, I think it's, it, it's something called Flat Earthers. It's about Flat Earthers. I bet it's, I actually, I've seen it. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. You, everybody should watch that because it is illuminating as to how that kind of sort of community starts and stays around. And that was probably the most, you know, crazy thing that I learned was how they stay around. It's like once you're in it, you're in it so deep. Leaving it, you're going to lose so much of who you are. You're going to lose yeah. so much of your life and your time. And you have to admit that that's fake, even though there's probably an internal voice that understands it's all fake. Mm -hmm. But they're just too deep into it to mm -hmm. back out. Yeah. So let's go back to QAnon. Um, where it started, October 2017, anonymous user put out a series of posts on the message board 4chan. Classic. Classic 4chan. Uh, that signaled, that signed what? off as Q and claimed to have a level of U.S. security approval known as Q clearance. These messages be became known as Q drops or breadcrumbs, often written in cryptic language, prepped with slogans, pledges, and pro-Trump themes. Um, this is from the New York Times. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Georgia Republican who is perhaps the most unabashedly pro-QAnon candidate for, for Congress right now. Yeah, so now you're having more people... Running for Congress. Yeah, running for office. I think it said that there were around 12 people that were publicly yeah. in, in agreement with and, QAnon. And that's where we're going into next. Um, and the FBI has also labeled them as a potential domestic terrorist threat. Which then before the Klan Nash, come on now. Exactly. And that is just absolutely bonkers with how much legitimacy it has. Yeah. Because it's straight up the very thing they're saying they're fighting is now agreeing with them. So it's like, it's pretty easy to see the hypocrisy right off the bat mm -hmm. with that. But, you know, there's still people that believe in it. And honestly, what Twitter's doing is a great example of a really negative reason why you shouldn't limit people's freedom of speech because you're just going to reinforce their idea. And to go back to earlier, it's sort of like it is all based off of that Epstein incident. You know, mm -hmm. it's based off of, yeah, there are Clintons, there are politicians, there are movie stars that were all involved in that. And I'm sure they were all involved in some more stuff, but to say that it's all targeted against Trump. And here's another thing. Yeah, that sounds absurd. If Trump's whole thing was he was going to clean up the swamp. Why hasn't it changed? He made it deeper and murkier. Exactly. Is Hillary Clinton in jail? Is Bill Clinton in jail? Do is, they have charges pending? Is the wall built? It's it's you you understand the hypocrisy, right? That I'm getting at. Yeah. It's like sort of no. He just found an end to the table. He's still at the table. The table's still there. The chairs are all there. Everything's nothing's really changed about it except him. It's just that he's there. So you're probably asking yourself, how can people actually believe this? Well, glad you asked, Nash. Good question. <laughs> Judging by social media, there are hundreds of thousands of people who believe in at least some of the bizarre theories offered up by QAnon. Um, I guess you can consider me one of them because I believe the, the whole pedophile thing. If it's a giant cover-up, like they think they uh, 
supporters drive hashtags and coordinate um, abuse of perceived enemies. They're politicians, celebrities, and journalists who they believe are covering up for pedophiles. I don't think journalists are. Um, politicians and celebrities. Epstein. I'm just going to say Epstein. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, but it's my understanding. My, the way I reason with that is just like, okay, that's what Epstein did. That's what, you know, you're associated with Epstein. That's probably why you were to some extent, at least that closely, at least, you know, visiting 27 times. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> Just, just Bill Clinton, by the way. That, that's, that's the horn dog president. That's probably why you were, you know, going there. But why does there need to be more to that? Yeah, because I'm not saying there isn't. There probably is some financial stuff, or probably is a maybe a policy thing or two, just so it can happen. Yeah, I'm sure more illegal things happen than you can assume just based off of that. But I feel like it, that was the center of it. Yeah. Was Epstein's Island? We should probably watch that Netflix documentary. God damn it! Yeah, I heard the uh, whole series on him wasn't that great. It kind of leaves out a bunch. Well, Netflix, you're you know not living up to your standard. Down the totem pole, Netflix. Um, so I I I think a lot of their stuff is just bombastic. It's ridiculous, but I think some of it there's a kernel of truth in there somewhere. It's just a matter of finding it. Yeah, like you look at uh, the JFK assassination. I, God, I can't wait for everybody to destroy me on social media for this. I believe there was one guy that was shooting at him, Lee Harvey Oswald. I do as well. The tricky thing that I, as a historian, know is that the FBI and the CIA knew that he shouldn't have been going down that street. It was just tactically really idiotic. Why? Because it'd be very easy to snipe somebody from there. They didn't tell each other. They didn't communicate to secret service about it. They just let it happen. They let it happen. Like nine 11, like, 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 like nine 11, even um, sort of. Yeah. I'm not going to get into nine 11. Oh, even, you know, there's, there was a conspiracy a long time ago. FDR let Pearl Harbor happen. That was a conspiracy theory. I 100% believe that. Well, that is even more tricky. So what happened with Pearl Harbor? I love how we're getting into it. To get us into the war, baby. Well, there's one big thing that I've seen falsely said a lot that was Japan. There were not a single Japanese American was uh, a spy. Um, (laughs) That's false. There was an immigrant from Japan on Hawaii who took pictures of and relay that information back to Japan about the whole fleet being there. Um, so there was a guy. Was the internment camps right to do? No, because all the people they locked up weren't Japanese spies. Like they didn't like they didn't lock up Italians or German Americans. So yeah, that was kind of messed up. You don't talk really about messed up. Um, but. What happened with that was Japan had told the United States that they weren't negotiating anymore. The The way you speak, the way Japanese is spoken, it's a very formal language. And this isn't some racist bullshit. I took a whole fucking, I studied this a lot. <laughs> the way it's very formal. You're never rude to somebody in Japanese. In fact, you're overly polite. If you directly translated like, uh, a f- like food instructions from a Japanese like cookbook, yeah, or something like that, or or just even like on the back of like 
I don't know, like noodles that you were cooking in a microwave. It'd be like, please take these delicious noodles and place them in your like heavenly microwave for the absolute time of two minutes. It's just overly appreciative and nice. It's very hard to be negative in Japanese. You're supposed to be very nice and polite. And that's just how the language is structured. So yeah, declaring war wasn't that straightforward when you said it, but also that message was sent, I think on Friday night, guess what? The translator for the U S embassy didn't get back till Monday. (laughs) (laughs) So nobody was there to even translate the message. Hmm. Okay. Winston Churchill definitely let the Germans bomb some cities, though. But that was because we cracked their code and we couldn't let them know that. The cost of war. The cost of war, baby. All right, so back to QAnon. Like, <laughs> we're getting off track here, but I love it. Um, so the possible in- impact on today's politics. So we mentioned the, the former, um, I think in Georgia, I believe, a congressional candidate in Colorado who made approving comments about QAnon um, bested a five-term Republican incumbent in a primary last month. So one's going in, at least. Um, to what? Well, it doesn't really say. Um, dozens of QAnon supporters are running for Congress in November. Many have little hope, but some, as the notes disappear. Um, but some, such as Marjorie Taylor Greene in Georgia, who I, um, I, believe I mentioned earlier, appear to have a good chance of winning a seat. She recently de- declared that QAnon was, quote, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take this global... Uh, cabal of Satan worshiping pedophiles out. That's a bold statement there, uh, Marjorie. (laughs) Uh, In April, Representative Jim Jordan from Ohio, who's been in the news a lot lately, a high-profile lawmaker and a favorite of president, donated two thousand to Miss Green's campaign, a political action committee, which uh, with which Mr. Jordan is associated, the House Freedom Fund gave her thousands of dollars more. A month earlier, the Republican National Committee gave $2,200 to Angela Stanton King, a House candidate in Georgia, who has repeatedly posted QAnon content and obscure hashtags such as hashtag trust the plan. That sounds like... I'm sorry, that sounds like some conspiracy shit. Trust the plan. Trust the plan, baby. Like, believe in your overlords. <laughs> uh, the Georgia Republican Party gave an additional $2,800 to Miss Stanton King, who was pardoned uh, this year by President Trump for her role in a car theft ring. Jeez, I want more information on that. She's expected to be roundly defeated in her Democratic district. Miss um, Stanton King has also since denied believing QAnon conspiracies. Yet in recent days, she was again tweeting about hashtag global elite pedophiles, end quote, as well as new conspiracy theory involving a perpetrated child trafficking ring run by an online furniture retailer. And this, uh, I, I hope it's not Bernie and Phil's quality, comforting price. That's nice. <laughs> I, I just like want to confirm for people because it's like. A lot of times I feel like I hear like a back in the day, like this kind of thing, like would never happen. Like you would never just say outlandish things. Uh, that's bullshit. People have always been saying outlandish things about um, their opposition. Like uh, Jefferson and Adams. I think Adams called Jefferson a hermaphrodite at <laughs> one point, like in the press. And so th- this has always happened. It's just, it didn't happen when we had such, a divided 
system for two parties. It didn't also happen in the age of social media where you know everyone's thoughts instantly all the time, always. Yeah, it's just getting blasted at you nonstop. So, of course, if you're only following people that you agree with, you're not going to look for anything that's different, so you're not going to want to change your mind on it. It's like, I, I've i got Fox News and CNN on my phone for news because it's really funny to compare the language they, <laughs> they use. And how they're both garbage. <laughs> <laughs> on the same story. And be more open-minded, people, please. So in western Colorado late last month, Lauren Bobert, I hope that's her real name, uh, a gun rights activist was who has made approving comments about QAnon beat a five-term Republican incumbent and will now defend the sprawling in district in November. In recent weeks, she told the QAnon uh, aligned web show Steel Truth S T E E L uh, that quote everything I heard of Q. I hope this is real. End quote. Yeah, you better fucking hope it's real because odds are it's not. Okay, hold up, hold up. Why would anybody say that? Yeah, I hope the government's run by pedophiles. I hope it's true. Well, I pray to God it's not. Yeah, right? <laughs> Why do hope? Of course you're going to hope it's real because your whole political identity is based off of that bullshit. Yeah, I hope everything QAnon believes in isn't real. Yeah, I really hope it isn't real. If it is, I'm going to still hope it isn't real, but I'm going to accept it if it's real. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is the most... <laughs> Oh my! I swear to God, politicians nowadays they don't even try anymore. No, they don't give a fuck. They don't um, even try. In a recent interview, it's because no, no one, no one really wants to do it. They for like the right reason. They all want to do it for themselves. In a recent interview, she said um, she was not a follower of the group, but she added, "quote I don't believe that's a radical notion to want to get rid of people trying to undermine the president of the United States." Wow. I don't believe it's radical notion to get rid of people. Yeah. I mean, that's all very situational. Mm -hmm. But yeah, in this case, I guess if the reason is there are a bunch of Satan-worshipping pedophiles, and you really hope that in your heart of hearts that that's true, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess that that's right. Okay, that makes sense. But it's... So... You it have to hope that it's true. It gets it gets weirder, Nash. Other people running have cherry-picked some of the movement's themes, not named, because New York Times didn't name them, um, which kind of was weird. Like, you think when writing up this story, you would name the people running for the office. Like, they don't want to give them the attention, I guess? Yeah, I guess. But I it's just like, well, you're showing your bias. Yeah, I feel like you should, if something is, somebody is spreading misinformation, you should label them as somebody who's spreading misinformation. Or someone you believe is late spreading misinformation. Yeah. Right? Like somebody like, that shoots up a school. Like I, I don't need to know their name. Yeah, I understand that. I'm 100% on board with that. But something like this, it's just like, well, you're showing your bias. This is a political story. You're showing your political bias. Which yeah. makes you uncredible. And especially if you live in the area and you're like, well, I don't want to vote for somebody like that. Right. Now you got to Google it. Right. <laughs> I, I, I got to Google these people. It's, not, it's the job of the times to tell me who they are. So anyway, they claim that Jews and especially the financer George Soros are controlling the political system and vaccines. We should get Waldo back on next week. Um, assertions that the risk from the coronavirus is vastly overstated or racist theories about former President Barack Obama. 
Mm-hmm. Of course they are. Few of, the, <laughs> few of the QAnon candidates appear to share any formal ties with one another beyond mostly being Republicans. Okay. Yes, that's good news. Um, some Republicans are dumb. I can say that. Um, in recent weeks, QAnon some followers... Some of everybody's dumb. Some of everybody's dumb. Some of me is dumb. In recent weeks, QAnon followers, including Republican <laughs> Republican Senate candidate, which the New York Times did not name, again, uh, have become to publicly pledge allegiance to the movement, posting, of, posting videos of themselves reciting what they are calling the Digital Soldier Oath. What in the fuck is that? That, yo, that's scary. Yeah. They have, own, they have their own Pledge of Allegiance. I did see their flag. Google the flag. It's pretty dope. It's a, it's a, flag. It's a cool looking flag. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to front. I hate everything about this organization. I think they only spew bullshit. All of them are just the worst. Is this one? No, the one on the left. This one? Yeah. They're all the worst people. Oh, on I've Earth. heard this thing. Yeah. But it's a dope ass flag. Where we go one, one we go all. Uh, where we go one, where we go one, we go all. Where we go one, we go all. Yeah, it's just the snake. I like that a lot. That's actually a dope flag. Can I buy it? Don't buy it. That's just <laughs> garbage. That's the thing. I, fuck you guys with your flag bullshit because you just took the don't tread on me one and you made it kind of cool, but your movement's a bunch of horse shit. I wish, I wish somebody, I wish somebody like had done that. That was like, I don't have a political identity other than I hate people that beat dogs or something like you hell yeah i'd be i'd buy that yeah. flag in a heartbeat uh in many instances they sought to spread the content of the QAnon conspiracy that mr trump backed the military ran for office to save americans with a so-called deep state filled with a child abusing divorce and bureaucrats um back in the president's enemies are prominent democrats who in some telling extract hormones from children's blood we've heard that before right like uh what um I forget, I forget the guy, but it, it's a guy. Maybe, maybe, I don't know if it's George Soros or um, the other super old rich guy. I don't know if it really narrows it down. That they, he, the that Coke they, Brothers or not, something? Maybe him or someone else. They're um, always having things. His, name is, his name's escaping me. Um, but he drinks young people's blood to stay young. Don't we all? I mean, that's, a, that's just a conspiracy theory, of course. But I'm sorry. If that's all you had to do... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, back in a time when it was easier to, like, get people for that, don't yeah. you think people yeah. would have done it? So not, not only are they devil-washing pedophiles, they're also vampires. <laughs> <laughs> the pedophile vampires, Nash. They glisten in the sun. I saw Twilight for the first time, like, two weeks ago. Wow. That must, that must suck. Yeah, it's a ba It's bad. So, final, <laughs> final thoughts, Nash. Um, your thoughts on QAnon as a whole and them running for office. Like, should we be worried? Like, what, what do you think? Yeah, you shouldn't vote for any of them because, um, well, here's, I guess, first off, they're running based off of a conspiracy people, off of a, off of a conspiracy theory. So they're running off of a lack of information and they're not saying we want to figure out more. They're saying we want to act. Yeah. Which is incredibly dangerous because if you're going to run, you can run on a lot of things to discover the truth. They're saying they already know the truth when nobody does and there's no evidence for it. Mm -hmm. So let's take action. 
that is highly dangerous because it's just like, yeah, we have this wild belief. We don't need evidence for it. Just let us do it. Because that means they can essentially do anything if it's in the pursuit of this. It's sort of like McCarthyism. Kind of. We talked about that. In the archives and biggestpodcastsolutions.com. Yeah, no, exactly. That was a few episodes ago. It's just like that mentality where it's like, hey, I don't have evidence, but I'm saying something that's kind of scary, so just vote for me because I'm going to do shit. Mm-hmm. They're probably, first off, not going to do shit. And anything they do probably isn't going to be legitimate because they clearly have a bias towards it because they they don't even hope that it's not true. They hope that it is true. Mm-hmm. So you already know before they're elected that they're trying to prove this to be correct. Which I know they're not scientists, but that's a very incorrect way to approach something that you want to understand more. <laughs> it, it, go, it goes against the uh, the method. Yeah, it, I forget the name of it, but the, not the periodic method. The yeah. scientific, scientific me- method. Yeah, straight up the scientific. <laughs> method. Yeah, you, 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 for my hypothesis, you um, and you 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 assess your bias. And at the end, you um. Do something else with your bias. Because it's, well, <laughs> the first <laughs> the first part of it is to address the problem. Or no, this is this is the, it's like the problem solving method. Like everybody learned about this in like second grade. Yeah, how it's, to solve a problem. It's like, okay, what is the problem? They're saying it's a bunch of pedophiles that are trying to take down Trump. I don't know. No, you no, because you don't have enough information to confirm that. Definitely. You don't have enough sources. You don't have enough credibility to employ that idea as being rational. So even if it is true, you still got to convince me about it. And I hope and I hope it's not true. A bunch of devil worshippers, pedophiles and vampires. (laughs) Fucking crazy. Let's talk about the stimulus bill. And you can worship the devil in the United States. Yeah, you're allowed. Because this is America. Goddamn right. Fucking high five to that. Hell yeah. All right. Senate Republicans on Monday. Last Monday, not today. What is this? What are we doing? Uh, stimulus. New round of stimulus. Uh, yeah, another baby. Another badly named act. It's like the, like the CARES Act 2. Um, I think it's the HEALS Act. So you know it's not going to heal anything. Senate Republicans. You ever heard the theory? It's like the, the better they name a policy, the worse it is for the people. I have... I have heard about the the amount of times a country has to name how democratic or republic it is. They aren't. Yeah, the democratic uh, republic of China, whatever. Uh, Senate Republicans. The, oh, there's this is the best. The People's Republic of China. Yeah. And the Democratic Republic of the Congo. That's what it is. Uh, so anyway, last Monday they announced a one trillion dollar Heals Act, their version of the coronavirus relief bill. Uh- among other things, the bill includes cutting unemployment of $200 a week until October, another stimulus check, so Nash is another month of rent for us, uh, school and health funding, and protections for businesses. The bill does not include any money to state and local governments or any assistance to renters. That's some bullshit. Democrats have opposed many provisions of the bill, setting up another one of the battles just days before unemployment insurance expires and two weeks before Congress goes on recess because they have a summer break too. Um, as of now, I believe it's August 3rd when we record this. I believe the unemployment insurance has expired. Um, some states have extended it, but as federally, it has expired. 
the proposal comes after weeks of infighting between Senate Republicans as well as the White House over what to put in the bill. What a shock. Our Democratic, or excuse me, our leaders can't agree on anything. What a fucking shock. It also comes nearly five months after the first of many, I'm adding that in many, stimulus bills, the CARES Act, which was signed in late March. Um, I believe a bunch of people don't even know there's been like six stimulus acts bills since then. It's This isn't It's the second one. It's like the eighth. And only like one helped you or a small business. And it didn't really help you or a small business. Yeah. Um, you know, that one-time check on, oh, they did extend unemployment. I got to give them credit. They did extend unemployment $600, right? I got to give them some credit. They did help. They did help people, just not nearly enough to give them crumbs. Um, while a Democrat-led House passed its own three trillion stimulus bill, the Heroes Act. So we have the heels versus the heroes. Talk about a wrestling storyline, Nash. <laughs> um, Say it ain't so. Oh my God. The heels versus the heroes. Uh, Senate, Senate Republicans wanted to wait to pass more coronavirus relief legislation, arguing that another was not yet needed and that the reopenings would help the economy. Yeah, reopening would help if you could do it right, which they can't. It's been proven. They can't even do baseball right. Um, now, the widespread coronavirus spikes leading to more closures and many Americans hurting. Senate Republicans are down to the wire to pass a new coronavirus relief bill as key parts of the CARES Act are set to expire and some already have. So let's break it down bit by bit. Unemployment, Nash, what do you think? Um... No, I don't want to start there. <clears throat> I want to start with a very larger concept. Okay. Because it's something that I know I talked about recently. Rent? Well, not about rent. I've mentioned that before, where they should just be freezing rent. And All right, have state big, and local and, funds. And have big banks pay. I, I have multiple headings here, Nash. No, it's... Others. Your, your headings are terrible. Um, stimulus checks? What I do you want to start with? I want to talk, I want to talk about <clears throat> when people say, be on the right side of history. Okay, I didn't expect that, but go for you it. You didn't expect it, did you? I didn't. I didn't write See, it down. <clears throat> the There's thing- no notes on this, Nash. Yeah, there are no notes. Your notes are garbage. <laughs> no, but uh, reality <laughs> is because I know it's happening a lot. People are, you know, you see, be on the right side of history. Join this movement. Yeah. Um, You really can't, you can't determine that. Yeah, you don't know until Because guess what? Later. It hasn't happened yet. You know, Black Lives Matter could declare a leader or have a leader in the next three months and they could be the worst person ever. They could also be the the best person ever. You don't know. But the whole movement could, something could happen internally and something could go bad or it could go even better than it is right now. You don't know until it's over. Saying that means absolutely nothing. The thing is, though, because this is our government, and they have to write everything down. This is all going to be public knowledge, just like everything that FDR did is going to be public knowledge. And if you were to compare what FDR did, which I don't necessarily agree with entirely, to what this is, it's pretty obvious people are going to say, what the hell were they doing? This didn't help the people that needed it. It didn't help anybody. It helped corporations. It helped themselves. It helped. I mean, I'm, I'm literally going to sound like a fucking Democrat um, socialist here, but that's exactly what they did. No, I don't think you are at all, because I think that's just straight up what has happened. And this is said and done. This has been passed. This has been approved. This has happened. Not quite yet. They're still bouncing back and forth. There are, yeah, this. But the other six things that have already happened. Yeah. 
That's not like be on the right side of history. It's were you on the right side of history? The only accurate statement you could say is where were you in history? That's the only thing you can mm, say. There isn't, there isn't, okay, there was like no right or wrong. There is no right or wrong. It's yeah, simply it's a matter of where you were. There's another quote. Um, uh, I forget what it's from. Is this another proverb? No, it's not a... Well, it kind of is. It says, in it's like in times of great conflict, uh, the people who sat on the fence are most deserving of the deepest layer of hell. Yeah. Because they didn't pick a they choice. They, they just anything. let things unwind. Yeah, it happened. Like, it's like those who don't pick a side, pick the side that loses or something like that. Mm-hmm. But here it's like everybody can acknowledge that both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party aren't doing jack shit for the American people. Because mm-hmm. guess what? That shit's already happened. We're in the middle of it. Yeah. An eviction crisis is looming. And protests, I saw a video on YouTube from Kyle Klinsky, again, my guy, um, saying that protests for eviction has already started. And I haven't watched it yet. But if you think the Black Lives Matter protests were bad... I'm sorry, wait, hold on. Before you go, who called that? We Everyone did. Who called that? Oh, you, a month ago, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Because, <laughs> because now they're already angry about, you know, one thing. Like, they're, they're, like, they're already angry about, like, symbolic things and real things. I don't want to downplay the movement. Any movement. But now, evictions where you're going to have, like, millions of people going to be evicted in the next year? Yeah, because there are a lot of people that can avoid the racial issues in the United States. Right? This is going to be real violent, bad protests. Very fast. Very fast. And what's the government doing? Stalling. Nothing. They're fucking stalling and arguing whether to give $200 a week or $600 a week in unemployment that not everybody gets. So if you want to take the right side of history, because guess what? Those bills have already been passed. A lot of them. There's one right now we're going to talk about. Corporate socialism, baby. But a lot of them have already happened. We're already very deep into this whole coronavirus thing. Week 20. If you want to be a good human being and be on the good side of history, let's try to help all of the Americans that are suffering this. Because guess what? I imagine it's going to be roughly 80% of the population that's going to get a heavy negative impact from this and already has been. Yeah. At least 80%. Yeah. And I can say the right side of history because guess what? It's already happened. And there weren't people complaining about that. There weren't people yelling about that. There weren't people pointing at how terrible this was. They're pointing to another issue that's true. And I'm not going to downplay that or say it's less of an issue. But I'm going to say a lot of that movement is based off of how African-Americans, black people in the United States have been marginalized with wealth. And they have a disproportionate amount of black people in the U.S. that are poor. So the thing here is that affects them more. Clearly, that group of people is clearly affected more. But literally everybody is going to be affected by this. Mm-hmm. That isn't the absolute up there number. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to say 1% because I don't, I, you know, I'm not an economist. I can't estimate that number accurately. Neither can I. But this is literally everybody being treated like pieces of filth because they're not in charge. Because the people who are in charge don't give a flying fuck. And it's very apparent that they don't. They just want to keep their seat. And the thing is, why is Nancy Pelosi so comfortable? Why is, what's a Republican? Uh, Lindsey Graham. Why is Lindsey Graham so comfortable right now? Mitch McConnell. Why is Mitch, oh, Mitch McConnell's a, why is Mitch McConnell so fucking comfortable right now? Because guess what? They're covered. There's still people paying taxes for him. I paid my taxes, and now I'm getting kind of pissed about it. <laughs> really pissed about it. And it affects quite literally all of us. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're middle class, upper class, lower class. Everybody in those classes is getting affected horrendously because nobody in charge is doing anything. Sorry, we can continue. My bad. Yeah, it's like 40. Hashtag Nashtag. It's like 48% of restaurants are not going to reopen ever. And if 48% of restaurants aren't going to reopen, what's that going to do to farmers? Yeah. Because guess what? At the end of the day, they're probably going to be the most fine about this because they've got food. Yeah, they're not going to run out. They're not going to run out of food. In fact, they have an excess of food because not enough people are buying it. But guess what? Not enough people can buy it because everybody that's a cobbler or, I don't know, a window washer. Yeah. Or plumber. a plumber. A teacher. A teacher. God, you're really good at these examples right now, man. Uh, post Postal service. Guess what? They don't have enough money to buy all the, all the food stuffs that they, that they should be able to. Or even want. And it's not their fault. It's quite literally everybody else that's in charge's fault because they haven't handled it. And this, this, they ignored it and hoped a solution would come. Not even. They didn't even fucking hope a solution would come. They knew their asses were fine. And they hoped it would just go away. And it's not. It's not going anywhere. Like, I don't know if I told you this. Maybe I did tell you this, Nash. I told you this morning. Um, my friend was telling me that they're not going back to work. They work in the city. Mm-hmm. They're not going back in person until at least August 2021. And that's... And that's not an outlier. Her friend um, also works in the city. Not going back to the office until July 2021. Myself, I'm not expected to go back to the office until January 2021. I think that's going to get pushed into at least Q2 2021. So that's... Yeah, when April. I when I hear those numbers, I think they're just gonna, they're essentially waiting for the vaccine. Yeah, that's what I hear. But they're, still, they've even, given even you a so. date because it takes about a year to make a vaccine for mm-hmm. this. So this stimulus check isn't gonna help. We like I said, we have the um, the back and forth between the six hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. Republicans are like, people are incentivized not to work. They're getting more money off like on unemployment than they were when they were working. That I do think is an issue. Not, I'm not going to lie. I don't think that's right. I don't think you should be making more money now than when, while we, before you were working. Yeah, no, I'd agree right? with that. Because the, especially because it's not fair to people who are working. The quote-unquote essential workers who are making dimes while you're on unemployment making more money than before? Yeah. No. I, agree, I, I don't agree with that. Um, but you can't just cut unemployment. You can't. 
You need a UBI right now. Right now, you do need Medicare for everybody because when people are losing their jobs, they lose their health care. When people lose their houses, they're going to be out in the street, desperate. It's going to be very bad for this country. And not even that, not only that, what's going to happen to the dollar, the U.S. dollar? If you, uh, there's a theory about um, rebellion, a historical theory, one of many, and it essentially says that every rebellion, every revolt that occurs in history is based off of the concept that things were going well, they were at least okay, and then the powers that be, whatever they were, whether it's a monarchy or a dictatorship or a republic, they took those things away, and then the people revolted. It's when they didn't have access to what they were used to that things happened. But now we're getting straight up into a matter of necessity. Mm-hmm. You're dwelling. The basic needs to survive. And if you don't think that type of thing is coming, I mean, I'm not going to tell anybody to incite violence. I'm only assuming that it's going to occur with how things are headed. Yeah. Because it's sort of like in Saw. Which 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 one? There's nine of them. Fucking any of them. It's all the same concept. It's sort of like, okay, the key is behind your eye. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got two of them, right? Yeah. So you can take out the one you don't need, right? You hopefully, could. Hopefully, has a key behind it, right? And now that's kind of what we're getting at. And people really need to sort of look at things and be like, okay, what do we need, and what needs to get cut away? Because your job, you're pretty lucky that you can work remotely. I am fucking blessed. Exactly. Some people aren't. Most people probably aren't. And so now it's like, what's really the cause of this? Because the senators and the governors that are doing fine right now, what have they done to help? Legitimately. How have they directly helped people, their constituents? Fighting the culture war. I think largely in part, nothing. They haven't done anything. That's what I mean. Fighting, exactly. Fighting the culture war. You're, fighting symbolism. You're fighting. You're fighting. Oh, you rounded it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, ser- I'm serious. No, you're 100 And I'm not denoting what you said. You're 100% right. They sat on their asses and picked something that can't ever really end. You can always say racism exists. Mm-hmm. Always and anywhere, ever. And that's kind of like, kind of circle back to my point earlier. I'm not saying that the whole, like, to defund the police, the protest, the George Floyd, all that, that matters. That 100% matters. But stuff like this, I don't want to say it matters more, but it's more, the results that are going to come from this are more troubling. Because this is a more direct problem. It's more of a direct effect, whereas all the symbolism is more of like an indirect no. societal symbol, I, symbolic effect. I No, I, I would... I would agree 100% because it is more, it is 100% correlated because you've got a lot of people that are just sitting on their asses. And guess what? Those people that are in charge, they shouldn't be in charge. And I think the racism that has occurred is a small byproduct compared to this larger issue. Yeah. You have people that don't want to handle real issues. Racism is a real issue, and it didn't get handled. 
But a larger issue that literally it doesn't matter who you are. If you're here, you're going to feel it. (laughs) If you're in the United States, you're going to feel it no matter what you believe or no matter what you are, no matter, you know, your skin color or whatever. You're going to feel this and it's going to get very bad. And so I'm not denoting that movement in any way. Yeah, I'm not trying to either. I'm saying those people that you have a problem with because of this, you need to have a problem with them because of all of this other stuff that they're not doing. And they're not paying attention to. Exactly. And they're ignoring. Because it isn't... You know what what Congress was talking about this week? What? You you hear what happened with uh, AOC and uh, someone, Oho, Yoho, from from Ohio? No. So they were talking about... um, AOC came out with a comment saying that... um, Crime is like more prevalent in poor areas, obviously. Yeah. Um, and like Oho was just like I forget if his name's Oho. It's something funny like that. He was just like, so you're using it. You're using crime as an excuse for it, right? Like you're saying you're you're encouraging people of in crime to go rob and break the laws because they're poor. When no, that's not what he's saying. But they got they got into like an argument in the Capitol, and like he called her a fucking bitch. Jesus. Right? So... That's been the issue? That's been the issue! And she went on Congress and was just like, you were, you were, when you say that, you are opening the door for other people to call their daughters, their sisters, their mothers, and he's just like, he kind of was like made an apology, not an apology, and like it went to the press, the press was covering it, I'm just like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, there are people's mothers and daughters and sisters who are very soon about to not have homes right and again like to 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 what they're saying in in normal times yeah that is an issue that's something that should be taken care of that the aoc has a point she's in no way shape or form wrong better yet i just say it's not nice to say that yeah but it's not a pressing issue right now yeah it's not important right now when things go back to normal and things are okay yeah now then it's important it's like the whole country is focused on white people problems when the real problem is staring you right in the face with a loaded gun. Yeah. Yeah. And to go back to my to my point earlier, it's like these people just shouldn't be in charge because they're not doing anything. They don't know how to handle a real problem because they haven't really dealt with something like this. This type of thing hasn't happened in like a hundred years. Yeah. It's a whole new world. And they're just trying to play it like they always have been. And the ramifications for that are going to be very horrific. They could, if people better up and change, they could be better. I'm not saying it's an absolute, but the course that we're on now you're going to just run into, I don't know, you're going to run aground or an iceberg or some shit. You like Titanic. I love it. Favorite movie. You're go- <laughs> it's not going... Because we're, we're on it, baby, and a lot of the country is stuck in steerage. Yeah, and... <laughs> That's Jurassic Park, but I, I, I like the enthusiasm. You son of a bitch, you did it. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to bill you for the instruments. <laughs> But that's just the reality of the situation because you want to talk about anything being systemic, it's poor leadership. And you don't think you get better leadership that's going to help racism? 
Of course it will. It's like you don't know how much you can trust somebody until you've seen them in a in a moment of absolute desolation. You don't trust somebody until you've seen them go through death, till you've seen them go through sickness, extreme loss, mm-hmm. some things like that. We are nationally in that type of event. And guess what? I don't trust them. <laughs> I'm not feeling comfortable with them. Yeah, especially because they're not going to give funding to state, local and state governments. And they're not holding back evictions. And they're not forgiving rent. Yeah. They're not doing the basic things people need. Yeah. They're holding on to their own seats. Which sounds very counterproductive because how are any of these people going to get reelected when... They're going to hope it blows over. That's the thing. They're, they're so misguided by it. They're, they're literally... They're blind to the real world. They, they're, they're, you want to talk about a bubble? They're living... The, honestly, the best thing is they're, in, they're living in such extreme ignorance to the situation they can't even see it coming. Yeah. And, and they're, they're generally going to be surprised when it happens. And a hard rain's going to fall. God, I got to quote Bob Dylan. First time on the podcast, baby. It only took hey, over a year. Hey, hey. The times, they are a change. And anyway, another round of stimulus checks, $1,200. <laughs> um, checks go out, fall the same formula. Just it's not going to go to criminals or dead people. That's good. Um, Damn, I should have been dead. Right? Um, they might bump up uh, extra $500. People who are 17 or older. Previously, it was 16. You don't have kids. That you know of. Um, I gotta make a call. There's a, there's another bi- there's bipartisan support from the um, small businesses through PPP, Payment Protection Program. PPP. <laughs> See, so yeah, this, this is gonna be bad. This is bad. We are entering another depression, but this time it's gonna be worse. It's going to be a lot worse. Uh, the economy is going to tumble because of this. It's going to take decades to recover. This is my opinion now. Um, you know, certain economists are arguing that the dollars is going to completely crash and inflation is going to go up. So you know how, you know how like we went to Jamaica for a vacation and everything was super cheap because their money was so poor. It's going to be like that, but it's going to be here. I understood what you meant before. <laughs> <laughs> some people I'm sure some people don't it was a good it was, it was good it was right good. so what, what's 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 gonna happen like I, this is genuinely concerning to me like what's gonna happen well at least at the start of this ammunition wasn't one of the most <laughs> highest paid commodities <laughs> it was ammunition was one of the most bought things in the US when this thing started for good reason now they're going to need it. Oh, they're going to give it back. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. There's a return policy somewhere in there. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that will wrap up another somber episode of the You Mad Bro podcast. The whole world is fucked. We really got, we really, things are shitty, man. I, we really got mad. Both of us really got mad. It's because our government is fucking inept. Okay. And, and people think Joe Biden, who, who literally said the only way to win is elect Donald Trump, is going to be better. 
Give me Yang. Yang Gang. Dude, I would have taken Bernie. It's literally time for- I wouldn't have taken Bernie because Bernie would be having me give my shoes to a milkmaid and that's not even a job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and biggestpodcastsolutions.com for all the other shows. Daily Grind, which I, myself, and Jared Laverne will be on a panel in September. You can watch, be on the panel. I'm sorry, buddy. Next time. Um, on how to start a podcast, bring an audience, and all of that. More details to come. Make sure you check out the website, the Daily Grind page for the event, right? As well as all of our social media, Ambiguous Podcast Solutions, Biggest Productions. So check out the event. I hope to see you there. You might be part of Instagram, Facebook. Um, all of our sources will be listed on Facebook. Facebook is where I post the most information. Instagram is mainly just kind of the show and links and what we talk about. Um, so, yeah. Nash, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Roswell, New Mexico, aliens. Love it. We'll be back next week as long as you stay angry. And fuck the government. <laughs>